Hello, Fempreneurs. Welcome to an episode where I'm going to be interviewed for a change by the lovely Vivian at Real Biz Moms. She also has a female entrepreneur community based out of Calgary, and we connected. I actually can't really remember how we connected, but we have had some really great conversations and we love collaborating on all sorts of things. It is so fantastic to meet other women who are truly just there to serve women. And we looked at each other and we're like, oh my gosh, by partnering, we are going to serve more women. So it's a no brainer. So learn a little bit more about me in this episode, but also learn a bit about her community at Real Biz Moms on Instagram. Um, so at Real Biz Moms, be sure to follow and learn more about Vivian and what she's up to. And yeah, let's dive into the episode. Thanks for listening. All right. Just bringing her on right now, you guys. Just a second. Oh, look at you outside. Hey, yeah, it's gorgeous out. So I figured I'd sit outside. I love it. No, that's awesome. So how are you doing? I'm good. Yeah, I'm doing well. It's a beautiful day in Cochrane. Yeah, it's clear blue skies, so I'm hoping to get out there soon. Yeah, how are you today? I'm good. I'm good. I woke up not too long ago, so I'm probably <laughs> I still have the bed face and bed voice happening, but yeah, I'm good. It's all good. It's all good. Awesome. Thanks for having me on your on your channel today. I appreciate it. Absolutely. I think like I was saying before, I think a lot of mamas could benefit from, you know, your services and the things you offer. And then, you know, I was just checking out all of the events you have going on too. And I'm like, okay, definitely need to share this. And then, um, you know, yeah, or about your story as well. So why don't we get into that? Why don't we, um, you know, why don't you introduce yourself to the community for those that don't cool. know? For sure. Yeah, I'm Lindsay Berry, uh, founder of YYC Fempreneurs and Fempreneur Land. Um, I started my own business uh, after getting fired from the financial services industry in 2014. Um, I had actually been a self-employed hairdresser before that. So I kind of understood the ropes of having my own business for the most part. But it was just such a like, at first, I was treating it like it was so different from the beauty industry because I was dealing with people's money. But ultimately, it turned out that it really wasn't that different. Like, people just want to like you. They just want to hang out with you. They want to know that you care about them and that your goals are to make them happy. And then the rest is secondary. So it took me a couple years to figure that out uh, when I started my own boutique financial firm. But eventually, uh, through just you know, trial and error with social media marketing, I, I started to figure out what was working to attract the right clients. And yeah, I'm just looking forward to sharing more of that story with your audience today. And just talking about how that kind of morphed into teaching printers how to better reach their ideal clients on social media and the books that I've written and the events that I have through Land and all that good stuff. So yeah, so thank you so much for having me. Absolutely. So Let's talk about more about Fempreneur Land. Like, what exactly <clears throat> is it, and what can people yeah. expect from it? So, Fempreneur Land is is um, I started teaching a free six week marketing school to women in early two thousand and nineteen, and that was because I kept getting asked about marketing. Women kept asking me how to do things with social media because they could see that I was having pretty decent success online. Um, and so 
I put together a six week marketing school and I had dabbled in it before I had actually taught like a mompreneur group. I did a three day workshop and at the end of the three day workshop, I realized what was missing and it was the community. I didn't have like a next step. I didn't have like something for them to take part in where they could keep getting to know one another and connecting. I didn't have any events coming up for them. So it took me about a year to figure that out. <laughs> and then I eventually uh, launched the marketing school. And I was really, um, I finally figured out the importance of getting the women together. So because it was a six week journey and they were meeting once a week as a group, that alone was huge, right? It's having them come together. And then I held a grad night for them at the end of it, which was like a big party. We got together. I ordered some swag, like with, you know, um, fem it was actually during my first ever marketing school that we came up with the name Fempreneur Marketing School. And so I, I, you know, had some Fempreneur Marketing School grad mugs made up. And so we did a little event and then that just became the thing. Like I, like right now I'm teaching my 15th class. So I've got about 150 women through the program, um, over the last, uh, year and a half. And, it's it's just it became a community more than the marketing school the marketing school was kind of the initial get the women together and get them understanding that they're all like-minded they all have similar goals therefore they should be surrounding themselves with more women like that mm -hmm. and then give them opportunities to continue surrounding themselves with women like that so i would hold the grad nights at the end of every class um, I in and then I started doing um, these Fab Five events a year ago. The first one ever was supposed to be live in person, and then COVID happened, mm -hmm. so we switched it to an online event. And then those were really successful for a while. They kind of started to die off near the end of winter because I don't know about you, but I think you know everybody's fatigued with the online meeting stuff, right? So, um, so now we started live events. So we're doing a bike night this Saturday. So all the uh, live events are outdoors. Um, we did a bunch of live events last summer too. We did Fab Five in the park where we would literally just go to this park in Cochrane and we had picnic blankets set up and we would just, you know, I would do five rounds of speed dating. So every, you know, 10 minutes or so you would switch and go talk to another fempreneur. So yeah, that's kind of the gist of it. And uh, I did, um, I'm about to release a video um, later today that tells a story of the conference that we held in January, mm -hmm. which was really cool. Um, I felt really called to start like a membership community where the women could actually be a part of a membership community and meet on a regular basis mm -hmm. and have these members only events. But um, I had 30 women paying for this platform and I ultimately just shut it down a, a couple months ago because it wasn't, we weren't getting the numbers showing up to the events and it wasn't about the money for me. Um, I could see there was a disconnect there somehow and I kind of tried to figure it out, but eventually I just decided to just shut it down. So we don't have a membership community right now. We might in the future. It's not something that's on my radar right now. I feel more called to serve through holding live events outdoors we're doing a hike. We did our first ever hike. It had a major snowstorm that day, but we went anyways. Um, we're doing our next hike on May 21st. And um, I'm writing my third book about building community. And so I'm glad that there was a couple things that happened that were definitely not, you know, um, good. Like, the, like, I'm glad that I experienced some of those things where I was like, ooh, that didn't work. Because <laughs> yeah. it hasn't been all sunshine and roses. There have been things that it's like, hmm this doesn't feel right or the feedback I'm getting is kind of questionable. Um, 
but anyways, yeah, so that's kind of it in a nutshell. Is there anything else that I'm missing that I should be talking about? <laughs> no, I just, I, I like, I love, um, I love what you were saying, like, you know, how you noticed that, like, there was the community lacking. And I think, like, a big thing is, like, we always think, like, it's about the content that we're providing. Yes. So I know that was something I was really, really struggling with. I was just like, you know, I started this because I thought I had to provide content, but <laughs> after getting <laughs> a lot of feedback and like asking people, it was more so just like that community and having that connection with like-minded people. And so I mm. love that you said that. I was just like, yeah, that's so spot on. I feel like we all struggle with that. It's just like, we think it's more so about, you know, our smarts about what we know about our, like, yeah, our area of expertise, but I don't, I really don't think it is. No, and I mean, that. the thing about what I do is that definitely attracts more of the women because a lot of women are struggling with social media marketing. They're like, I don't know how to do it. I don't even know what that is. I, I think I'm social media marketing, but I'm not getting any paying clients from my social media efforts. So it does attract the women into the marketing school for sure. And once they're in the marketing school, they're like, they don't even, I, I think a lot of them don't even, think much about the community but anyways then we have these other women that come along and they're like I just want to hang out with ladies like me yeah. and that's why I like that we have the mix of of the marketing school and the live events but ultimately like you to your point we didn't need a membership community that was exclusive to members like it just it, it and it was because we had this big four-day conference in January that was such a huge success we had so many new women come into the community basically who just found out about yyc fempreneurs because of that conference and i felt obligated to not make that mistake that i had made back in the day with the mompreneur workshop where it was like and bye like you know i felt kind of like i need to give them something like an opportunity at least to do more yeah. and you know and a lot of them i think thought that that was what they wanted but then i think we did we all just got online meeting fatigue <laughs> and we were just done with it and it was like mm. so weather's nice let's get outside and hang out right <laughs> absolutely so if people want to know more about like your upcoming events where can they find that at fempreneurland.com okay Perfect. Yeah. Do they have to sign up for anything or how does that work? Yeah. If they want to come to an event, they need to sign up for it. It's all, they're always free and they just need to um, answer a few questions about, you know, who they are, what their business is, um, you know, quick marketing lesson for anyone watching with the business. <laughs> um, you need to be asking for that information from every person that comes to uh, a live event, whether it be free, whether it be paid, you need that information in your database forevermore. And you need to change your settings on your MailChimp account or whatever uh, CRM you're using, client relationship management tool you're using to make sure that you're getting an email or some sort of a notification every time someone joins your email list. And if you, and if you're, if you're really smart, you'll ask for their Instagram handle. And then you'll have that information immediately and you will reach out to them and say, hey, I see you just grabbed that free marketing tool on the website or I see you just registered for bike night. I see you just registered for the hike. Hey, I'm so excited that you're coming out. Like, love to get to know you a little bit better here in the, in the DM. Like, tell me a little bit more about yourself. Like, that is essential. And I realize that's not scalable 
for those of you who think, well, I don't want to do anything that isn't scalable. I don't want to do the things that I can't do when I have a hundred thousand new people signing on every day. Like, don't even, you're not there. Don't even think like that. Yeah. Like you are a human being. The people are coming because they want to get to know you better. They, they want to know the person that they're going to hopefully potentially trust with that area of their life that they're seeking you out for. Yeah. So reach out to them and send them a message. And I think that's been, that's one of the things I'm going to be preaching big time in my, in my third book, which is coming out August 23rd called dot community, which is like the word yeah. community dot community. Um, that's my third book. And it is really about all those little tips and tricks and things that have worked really well for me to grow a community of women who actually get to know each other and support each other. And one of the things that they all say to me, every single one of them is they're like, I love that I can just message you and like talk to you. And like, you're, you're not this like, cause obviously I'm just a person, but some people would search me up on the internet and think that I'm a bigger deal than I am, yeah. but I'm not, I'm just a human who wants to like hang out with other sweet, awesome ladies like me. And if you reach out to me, I'm more than happy to chat, right? So so I think that's a big thing about email marketing that people don't understand is it's yeah. not just about the email. It's not just about getting their name and email address and having that auto email go to them with their free gift. No, you want to know where they are on the social media world because that's where you want to engage with them. Nobody likes reading emails or responding to emails, so don't use that as your conversation tool right? Deliver that thing that they might want to forward to other friends or they might want to be able to go back in and get that free tool or go and reference the information in that email, but don't use that as your conversation tool, right? Absolutely. So if there's one thing that I can like leave with your audience today, that that's it. <laughs> I love it. No, that's, that's, I think that's very important because I think that's what a lot of people want is they want to be seen, right? And that's yeah. what they're going to be seen is like, if you actually put in the time and effort to, um, get to know them and build that relationship with them. So I totally agree. And I feel like we're very much aligned with like how we're approaching our community because I know like when you're just speaking, I'm like, yeah, that's exactly what I like, what, like what's important for me with this community is like having the members be seen and heard. So I love it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, one of the things that I'm super excited about lately is I'm getting a lot more women in the beauty industry coming into the femprinter community. And I love that because I mean, I became a hairdresser like pretty much right out of high school and I did hair only hair for, you know, eight years before I retrained as a financial advisor and went down that path, but I never stopped doing hair. I still do hair. I still have hair clients out here in Cochrane and and, you know, I did nails for years, too, and I've always been a big fan of everything to do with beauty. So um, if you're watching this and you're uh, in the beauty industry, just a huge high five to you because um, the world of beauty is so important to women because a big part of female being a female business owner is feeling confident. Mm -hmm. And the beauty industry um, is huge. Not everyone is like, you know, just falls out of outer space like you looking with this perfect skin and so some of us need a little more help and yeah. so cheers to all the beauty ladies out there i uh, just want to shout them out right now yeah no absolutely i totally agree confidence uh, is a big part my little one is <laughs> just what's that door. my little one um, oh just quickly ran in and opened the door <laughs> i know hey the thing of like kids going to school is like over now so i love that everybody's just like rolling with it but yeah <laughs> I just got to figure it out. You just got to do it. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. No, it was good to interview you, whatever that was a couple of weeks ago. You said a lot of things that were, I think, really helpful 
for women. And so for those watching this that maybe didn't catch that one, I just wanted to ask you a couple more questions to do with that stuff, if that's okay. Of course, <laughs> sure. <laughs> because um, I think there are a lot of women in, in, in this realm that you and I both serve that uh, feel like now that they're mom, they, they feel like guilty for wanting more and they feel guilty for maybe even feeling like there's a little bit of emptiness there yeah. that they maybe thought would go away once they became a mom yeah. and they want to fill it. And I was just, I was just editing the podcast, the episode that's coming out two weeks from now yesterday where I interviewed Felicia Yap. She's got real awesome productions, R E E L mm -hmm. awesome productions. And she was a CTV news anchor for like 20 years. She had a very high level career in, uh, in, television and yeah. she 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 said she never once I asked her it was like well did you ever think about having your own business mm -hmm. did you ever think when you're you know sitting at the desk on CTV like that maybe I could do something like this on yeah. my own and she was like no she's like the thought of business like a being a business owner was terrifying because she's like I didn't know where to start she's like I didn't have any business owners in my world. Like I, she's like, I would have just never attempted it. Never, it never even crossed my mind. It wasn't even a desire. She's like, the thought of it scared me. But what's so interesting about that is, and I think this is the case for a lot of women, is once they become moms, they kind of feel like badass, like confident. Like there's a song on TikTok that's like playing in my head right now. It's like, <laughs> I, just, I wish I could like push play on it right now. But it's like, mm, I got this. Like, you know, like, I don't know. So I think overcoming the challenge of, because becoming a mom is scary, whether you wanted to become a mom or not, I wasn't planning on it. So I was probably like a little less scared because I had no expectations, yeah. but um, it was like, okay, well I'm a mom, which means I can't do those crazy hours anymore. I, I need to figure something else out. I have all these skills and talents. Like let's put the, turn this into a business. So my question to you is just like tell that story for your audience again like of how you overcame that challenge and how you decided to dive into to taking all these risks that have resulted in this awesome community you've built I don't yeah I don't even know. <laughs> take it was, us back <laughs> because like I said I was just like I really wanted to be surrounded with like-minded people and I just I could not find that anywhere and I've tried a few things before that so I had like a I had I started like a sports group for like mom, like tots and their parents and then I had a community closet and you know it was all like things I enjoyed but um community closet what's that well it was where I wanted to like on a monthly basis where you would um swap clothes instead of like buying new oh. clothes you would swap clothes um <clears throat> um but yeah I just um Sorry, I got off sidetrack there. Um, I don't know. I just, I didn't, I just, hmm, you got me. <laughs> I'm trying to think again. Trying to, <laughs> trying to think back to how you were feeling in that time and. Yeah. And this is the thing that, this is the thing that's so important. And that's why I just want you to like, if you have to pause, if you have to really think, because we need to be sharing these stories all the time because there's women that are second guessing themselves that are for whatever reason, not, you know, they're being called to do something, but they're second guessing it. Or there's, I always say that little 
bitch on the shoulder that's like, me, you're not good enough. You're not smart enough. You don't know. Like, yeah. and they're, 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 they're just, they're getting beaten down. And so that's really why I want to pull those stories out of women like you who've done it, you know, and are doing it. Yeah. No, I was just, I was to the point where like, so again, it comes back to like this idea that I had of what a good mom should be. And I was trying to be that, but I was just growing like more angry, frustrated and resentful. And I knew that there was something missing. And like the way that I thought a good mom was, was actually just, it wasn't me pouring my cup. Like I was missing that aspect of pouring into my own cup. And for me, like, I didn't realize it until then, but like, for me, I guess I'm more of like a, extrovert than I thought I was I thought I was an, a huge introvert but it wasn't the case uh -huh. um, and so um I attended this one event a while back before I started Real Biz Moms um it was called Babes Who Brunch and it was hosted by the Ace Collective and I just I really like I loved it and it was finally something that I found but it was I was there was still that like motherhood aspect missing like I wanted to be around people who were in the same situation as me like relatability for me is huge like I just want to know like you know people are going through the same thing I'm going through and um so when I tried searching for something like the ACE Collective but like to do with mothers I couldn't there wasn't anything like that so I was like you know what who cares like I just I don't want to do this by myself anymore like I don't I like I need other moms in my life who are in the same situation and so mm -hmm. I just tried it and I you know I just started chatting with other moms and it was it was awesome because they started helping me and they started helping me spread the word about like the, our upcoming networking event it was like our very first one and the turnout was amazing like I was so shocked um and it, it was simple it was just like you know taking that first step like there's nothing to lose as long like you just you know and if it doesn't work out it doesn't work out but if you try you know great thing like amazing things could happen like this you know mm -hmm. real biz moms has started and now I have like this community of moms who are so inspiring and empowering with you know they're showing that the impossible is possible like juggling motherhood and doing a business so yeah, yeah. hi keenan hi. <laughs> that's awesome so yeah yeah okay no cool yeah i feel like you know um and i didn't have i like keenan please downstairs like I didn't have, I didn't have any experience. So it does not come down to like, you know, having schooling or experience. Like you don't, I don't know. It just comes down to like talking to people and I think building those connections because there are a lot of people out there that are willing to help. So as long as mm -hmm. you know, you're willing to ask, um, it's possible. So yeah. <laughs> yeah. Asking for help is, is obviously huge. Um, and I love what you said about not having like, you know, professional education, because that holds so many women back. Like, I'm, I mean, I'm writing a book about building community. So I, I already know the number one and the number two and the number three reasons why women don't go all in or why they start to and then they falter, yeah. why they get going and then they they crawl in a hole for a little while and stay quiet. I know all those reasons why. And a big one is they feel like they don't have enough 
um, of a reputable education. They don't have letters behind their name. They don't have a degree in whatever the, and it's, it's ridiculous because we talked about this in our interview too, where it was like, um, I, I think I held up the millionaire messenger book by Brennan Burchard. And I was like, um, yeah, it's just about knowing your audience. You don't need to have, you know, a professional education to be able to serve them. You just need to know what their problems are and care deeply about helping them solve them. And you can't do that for anybody, like a whole big group of people, but you can do that for a group of female business owners who are also moms and who quite often work from home and maybe don't have a storefront and have to get creative about, you know, marketing themselves. And so of course you can serve those, those women because you can go out and find solutions mm -hmm. and you can bring in guest speakers. You don't have to be the guest speaker. You yeah. can bring in the guest speakers. Like, and so I love the evolution of what you've been doing. Yeah. And like, even now I still have that imposter syndrome. It's not like it ever went away. It's still yeah. like, it never does. I'm, <laughs> like, I'm battling it all the time. So you know, I'm still always um, battling with myself, wondering if I'm doing the right thing. Um, but just like from the feedback that I get from the community that I am, I'm on the right path. So I definitely agree with that. And um, um, there was something in the last part you just said. What was the last part you just said? Um, about having a professional education about knowing who you're talking to who oh, you're serving. you're serving yeah I think that's a, like that's a big thing too what really helped me is I was basically um and this might sound <laughs> egotistical but I was serving my like I was trying to serve myself um yeah. and I still am serving myself but that's what's helped me build this community is like I know what I'm missing and what I need and I yeah. knew that there were other like there's other moms out there and that's who I attracted is I basically attracted myself and so you know, I'm, I'm, I'm using what I need to be able to serve the community. So yeah, that's how I worked around it. It's just like, I used my pain points and um, solved it. And sorry. Yeah. I used my pain points to build a community and um, to serve it. So yeah. Yeah. And I, and I think that that's key. I mean, I don't want to sound like some self-sacrificing person because obviously everything I do is freaking awesome and I love it and I wouldn't do it if I didn't love it. There's little things sometimes that I do that I don't love and I kind of roll my eyes and I shake my head behind the scenes <laughs> or to some of my closest friends and I'm like, Ugh. Yeah. but it's very rare. And ultimately it's, you, you know, when you, when you have your eye on the prize and you know that there's going to be some challenging things you've got to do to get there, you just, you do it, you figure it out. And, um, yeah, it's just so important to, to love what you do. I mean, you can't just serve other people because it's good for them. Like you mm -hmm. said, it has to be good for you. And the best businesses are born out of someone solving a problem for themselves mm -hmm. and then helping others do it too. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 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 Um, I don't know if you have any, did you want me to touch a base on anything else? Like I know you have your book coming up, you said in August. Mm -hmm. I would love everyone to go vote on the cover. If you go vote on the cover at YYC Fempreneurs on Instagram, you'll see the post. It's got the two book covers, like a white one and a black one. Um, the dot-com unity book. If you vote on the cover, your name will go in the draw to win one of five free copies. That's so exciting. please, please, please vote on your favorite cover. We'd really, really appreciate that. That's super exciting. And then you have 
two other books or one other? Wait, how many? Two. Books? Yeah, I have two other books. My first book is called Money and the 39 Forever Mom, which is a book about personal finance for moms. It's awesome. Check it out. Um, you can find that and my other book as well at fempreneurland.com. And my other book, which just came out a year and a bit ago, which is basically the Fempreneur Marketing School in the book format. It's kind of like the textbook that goes along with the, the school, but it's also got a ton of really great stories in it. Very chicken soup for the soul-esque book as well. And it's called Find Your Voice on Social Media. Oh, that's awesome. That would yeah. be a good book to read. Yeah, it's a good one. <laughs> Definitely have to check it out. Well, thank you so much, Lindsay, for joining me today and, you know, talking more about um, Fempreneurland, but also about yourself and how you began on this journey. So thank you so much for joining me. You're welcome. Thanks for the interview.